So for those of you that don't follow me on other social media platforms outside of maybe Instagram, you should definitely be following me there. TikTok, it's really fun. You got to follow me there too. YouTube, yeah, you can subscribe over there as well. Um, maybe you just listen to the podcast and that's cool too. And I appreciate you so much, but I also hang out on Facebook. Of course, my group. Yes. Join that as well. Clubhouse. And you might not have ever heard of Clubhouse. It's a social audio app where people can go and just talk. There's no feeds. It's just real time. It's real life. It's, it's speaking. It's an awesome opportunity. If you want to be a speaker for you to practice and hone in on your craft, but It's something that I've done over the course of the last two years since it came out during the COVID era, and it skyrocketed so many awesome relationships that even catapulted my opportunity to host Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference, and so many cool things have transpired just by saying yes to a platform that I didn't have any idea how to use, but I said, open it up one day, and I'm like, okay, God, do your thing. Have your way. I say yes to your will, and it's been beautiful. So this specific episode is pulled from the social audio app, Clubhouse, when I'm sharing in that space and and dropping gems, if you will, is something that they say, and I'm moderating on that space as well. It's basically like I just have the mic on a platform with a bunch of people listening. It's a live podcast, to be honest. I'm processing this as I'm saying it out loud. Regardless, it's really cool. You're going to get the goods here since you might not hang out with me there, but I am live 8 a.m. on Wednesdays and 11.30 a.m. on Wednesdays on something called Breakfast with Champions. You can also find us on Instagram if you want to find out more about it. And join us on the social audio app and in the rooms all over. There's lots going on in that space. I pray it blesses you. In fact, I know that it will, but I still want to pray because it's His will, not mine. His voice, not mine. So get the nuggets that you need and activate, friends. Be fit in faith. That's what we're here for. Founders, innovators, and trailblazers in their faith who are saying yes as marketplace ministers. All right, enjoy. Listen up. For such a time as this, we must grow our faith and business muscles. The self-help industry is trying to own spirituality and well-being. The entrepreneurial space is becoming flooded with business pursuits focused on success instead of sustenance. But the only one who can make us fully whole, fully free, and fully alive is Jesus. So I'm ecstatic you walked into this hypothetical gym today. I'm your trainer, Tamara Andress, also coined an entrepreneurial rabbi, teaching the pursuits of God, which unveil our purpose and ultimately unleash our desired provision. This FIT acronym is for founders, innovators, and trailblazers. Here, marketplace ministers conversate and educate to build others from the inside out while also sharing their testimonies of endurance. So while it's not a fitness podcast, I do surely care about your mental, physical, emotional, relational, financial, and spiritual health. You're going to hear all about it. If you're passionate about your becoming journey, leading others to greatness, and living a life of abundance and joy, then you're well on your way to being fit in faith. Let's hydrate. All right. So we are excited. I am excited. I say we, cause we as a team, you're going to see even up at the top here, um, the link that I'm sharing has the beautiful Sharon Davenport, who is a member of our team. Um, she's an incredible asset and just has such a wealth of knowledge. And she was in fact, a part of our last publication, which was an anthology. And so today I'm going to be sharing a bit about our story and specifically how it relates to you and the top 10 reasons for you to be a published author 
specifically in an anthology, but overall this will apply if anthologies or you don't even know what that word means. I'm going to talk about it. It's a collection of authors and how it will effectively grow your business as soon as you say yes, not once the publishing date happens, but as soon as you say yes to being a part of the collection. Then with each of these 10 things, I'm going to ask you a specific question. And this specific question might lift the hairs on your arm. It might ruffle some feathers if you've got some of those. I've got some in my hair from Costa Rica retreat I was just on. Um, but I want it to evoke a little bit of, of maybe agitation because something I love to do as a, being a purpose activator, as being a business coach, as being a marketplace minister, is I like to remind you of your ultimate why, which actually isn't yours at all. It's his. And so if you've ever heard me talk, when I talk about fire, when I talk about flames, here I am throwing, it's less about me and more about our Father in heaven. And there's a revival going on right now. And if you have seen it or watched it live or you're curious about it, how about you drop a fire in the chat? Because it is something that is literally going across the world simultaneously, so much so that even Fox News wanted to go out to the location and they were denied. They asked them not to come, which was awesome, not only because it was evoking this idea that they, they don't need publicity, like God's got it taken care of, and they don't want this to be a political scheme or scandal or anything to that nature. And I hope that as you say yes to opportunities in your own business, in your personal life even perhaps, even as you're saying yes to doors that are opening or doors that are closing, that you have that same heart posture. That it's not actually about the glitz or the glam or the fame or all eyes on you, but it's ultimately about that ultimate why that we always share the call on our lives to go and make disciples of nations. And so let's get into this. I'm really pumped about it. Number one is to increase your exposure. It's the number one reason that you should say yes. And here I am telling you exposure uh, connected to even the, one of the top media sources in the world is not what you should be looking for. This is exposure to a wider audience. It's exposure to new clients. Absolutely. It will grow your business. It'll grow your list. But the question is, are you able to handle a wider audience? We all want more, more eyes on us. We want to grow our list size. We want to grow our influence. But are your systems, and better yet, are your egos ready for it? Are you in a heart posture of receiving and you're ready to handle the relationships that are about to come? This is a self-exploration journey as much as it is you being able to be a published author. They go hand in hand. It's what is so exciting about being a spiritual entrepreneur. You cannot do one without the other. And I saw earlier when you guys dropped that you were and raising your hand that you're an entrepreneur, like kudos. It is a hard endeavor. And the only way, in my opinion, that we can get through it is to be spiritual, is to put reverence and awe into something other than self. Otherwise, our ego ends up expanding to a place of combustion, self-combustion, indigestion. The second reason that you should become a published author is credibility. It's being included in this anthology as a collection, I said this earlier, of authors that are coming together to tell a story. Their own individual stories, yes, but connected to an ultimate through line. The last one that we did, The Joyful Entrepreneur, which we talked about and we even shared on drop day in this room, in this place. We're so grateful that it became a bestseller within 24 hours on 10 different uh, categories. 
We want to do the same thing with the next one that we're about to launch. But the ultimate element for us is about credibility, not necessarily being a best-selling author, but it helps. The question to, to evoke some emotion here is, do you really need validation when you've been validated by the creator? Does your title really matter? Does your resume really matter? Hmm. It's always hard because this is what precedes us into a room or on the lapel of our shirt or on our little signature in our email. It's the first thing you see when you land on someone's website. It's mine. Check out my bio right now. It's proof. Three-time best-selling author. Working on a fourth. Like, hmm, it, it frustrates me because at the end of the day, even though that's something that we use, it's not who we are. And it's surely not where our validation comes from because whether or not you're a published author to me means nothing when I'm looking you face-to-face and spending time with you. Which leads perfectly to the number three reason to do it, which is their networking opportunity. You might have heard it said as net worthing. Yes, you're growing your worth by being connected to like-hearted, like-minded people. And if you're all saying yes to a through line, you're all saying yes to a title or a subtitle or a concept, you're sharing. Sharing is communing. And the fact that you have this new network of authors, of people, of thought leaders coming together, it will really grow your network because you're sharing communities right here at that point, right at the shake of the hand, right at the eye contact of like, I see you, can't wait to read your, your chapter. But the tough question is, are you actually worth getting to know? And I say that obviously lovingly, knowing that you're all worth getting to know you're all worthy, especially after the last one, because you've been validated by a creator, you're made in his image. But simultaneous to that, I wonder if you activate out of that spirit. Are you a good friend? Do you really care about the new network? Is it their well-being that you care for? Is it just their Rolodex and what they can do for you? Y'all, when I came up with these questions and I was sitting before the Lord, just thinking like, gosh, does this really matter? Because I can talk business. I can talk about networking and target audience and branding opportunities and building systems, and so can you. You learn about it all the time in these spaces and these places, but are you asking the real question? Are you asking the raw question? I was convicted too. I'm being corrected too. Sometimes we share as speakers and we realize, wow, this is for me. So I hope that you're listening so that you can take a nugget But also know that I'm not pointing fingers. I'm calling you up instead of calling you out, which my brother Dane shared yesterday about the intention he believes behind the revival, behind the exposure, behind the credibility, behind the networking. Let's call people up. The next one is targeted audience. So instead of just going to a business networking event where you may or may not have overlap in that, because you have a shared heart, because you have a shared intention, your audience is much more targeted because the people in it, the anthology authors, actually have a symmetry in their theme, in their topic, in their messaging. And so therefore, the readership is likely targeted for you. So are there business opportunities inside of their communities? Absolutely. But one of the things associated to what's your and who is your ideal avatar? When you're thinking of an anthology, you want to think of these things. When you think of publishing your book, you want to think of these other areas. But avatar, we, we're coaxed into believing that there's only one avatar. But do you 
have a same person. Do you see the same person in your gym that you see at your church, that you see in your grocery store, that you see in your business, that you see at your conferences, that you're reading the same books that are on your social media? Absolutely not. And so there are a breadth of people being exposed to you every single day. And you should be able to show up recognizing that even Jesus didn't have an avatar. He wanted an open heart. He wanted an open mind. He wanted open ears. He wanted open eyes. Well, people are going to have their eyes open if they're reading your book or ears if they're listening to it. So stop getting stuck in the rut of some of these ideas that coaches are premising that you have to have before you launch in order to have the wealth associated to said business because it will get you stuck. The next one and reason for you to be a published author and to understand how it's going to grow your business is the branding opportunities connected to it. Branding opportunity can surely lend itself to further exposure. It can associate to a financial gift in that regard. Another partnership, I so believe in partnership. It allows you to say, yes, I'm a thought leader in this area. But if branding is what they say about you when you leave a room, my question to you is, what are your current investments really saying about you? If someone was to look at your schedule today and we were looking not on your finances, not on what you've invested in and who you've invested in, because I know it's important for you to invest in yourself, but if your schedule was being analyzed for a potential branding opportunity, would they say yes to you? Would you be the ideal avatar for them? Would you be someone that they wanted to invest in based on your time? Based on your energy, based on your organization, if you don't keep a schedule, this is a, a note to self. Number six is increased book sales. Obviously, if you have another book, a singular book, or a future book, this is one of the reasons a lot of anthology authors jump into anthologies first, which I did in my own growth as even having a publishing house now. The very first thing that I did was be a part of an anthology in the midst of writing my own individual book. Why? Why did I do that? One, a lot of these reasons I'm mentioning here, did it work? Absolutely. But secondarily, because I was learning about the process. You know, the process is probably more important than the destination. This is a biblical concept, in case you didn't know. The process of becoming is more important than getting to any said destination. And so I need you guys to have your eyes open to what are you processing in your life right now? How are you being processed? How are you being refined? Yes, it helps with minimizing the overhead of the payout to maximize your list building. Yes, it doesn't cost you as much to get in an anthology as it does for you to publish your own book. Well, a lot of people can publish on Amazon, but there's so much more to that distribution channel, which we're so excited to be a Nashville publishing house that allows us to go to all the bookstores, everyone in the airports, all of that, transcribing to other languages. It's so fun just to have that resource in your pocket and to know that, yes, exposure is there, book sales are there, but it could start with an anthology. My question is, does your message matter enough that you're willing to share just a portion, just a tiny bit of your testimony which will make way for the bigger, which will make way for the bigger platforms, which will make way for more stages, more microphones. The anthology authors had an opportunity to literally share a mic at our last conference. 
Everyone was on stage. Everyone had professional videography. Everyone had professional photography done. They were all being shared across platforms. It's not just a publish, press the button, now we're Amazon best-selling authors. Woohoo! Talk to you in another life. No, like come together, be in person, experience life together. So when I think about book sales and I think about selling anything, it could be your coaching package, it could be um, done for your projects, whatever it is that you do that generates money with inside of your business and your family, what is your spending plan? Do you have a spending plan? You might set projections or you might just have hope for goals But how are those hope for goals actually coming to realization? And is it simply self-serving or is it service-oriented? Do you have a tithing plan? What do your missions look like in the midst of your business growth? Even in the midst of becoming an author, one of the things that we love to do is with every book sold, a dollar goes to that author, whoever that published author is with us, to an organization. Our last anthology went to a Jesus mission, and so it was sending actual ministers and ministry leaders and missions leaders to the front lines of Ukraine. They're still there. They've put over 600,000 pounds of food on the front lines, and they're ministering the gospel. Talk about revival Talk about investment. Talk about net worthing across the globe. Talk about connection and credibility and true exposure. There's so much more than just the finite that we put into a little spreadsheet or we put onto a sales page or we put onto our social media post with a CTA, call to action. These things are important, but is your call to action connected to eternal exchange, to something like a brand that far out exceeds you beyond just your name or your voice? You are your brand. Yes, I believe in personal branding, but what more lies beneath the surface? This is an element of personal personal growth, which is the number seven reason that you should say yes to publishing specifically in an anthology, but as a whole, I believe this is true. The process of submitting your work to an anthology, of being critiqued before you've completed the full story, perhaps, of being edited. Nobody likes to be edited. Nobody likes to be critiqued or corrected. It's why, quote unquote, religion has put people in straitjackets or caused church hurt and had people run away from the belief or the knowledge of God. They don't like rules and regulations. But if I was teaching you a business strategy and I said, follow this set of rules to make a million, you would be all eyes, all ears open. Your heart posture would change. Why is that? What's the true desire of your heart? I'm going to give you a quick biblical reference of desire because it can be confusing and it's what we really dove into on my Costa Rica retreat last last week. There's desires. There's It says that our heart is fickle. And not to follow the desire of a heart. And then simultaneously it says, if you follow me, I will give you all the desires of your heart. And you're like, wait, what? What's right? What's correct? Desire means of God. D is little. Desire is a little G God. What idol, even associated to your personal growth, have you put in the forefront of God? Big G God. Because when you have him in the forefront, his desires are the filter in which your desires come true. 
This is personal growth, y'all. This is laying down your own will for his will to be done. This is revival. And it's repentance associated to that. It's changing your ways. It's changing your mind and fixing your focus on what is good, what is holy, what is righteous. Imagine how much more rich your relationships would be if you didn't have a guise of self-preservation. If you didn't wear a mask on all the tiny little secrets or shadows that have followed you throughout your life and you did exactly what was shared earlier and you got really present with today, flaws and all. It's one of the reasons I love anthologies because you have an opportunity to open the door to your soul Share just a chapter. Release perhaps an area of shame that you've never shared before to allow other people to grow, to allow other people to be transformed. Are you walking the walk or just talking the talk? What's your personal growth journey? For real, for real. Number eight is content marketing. Being published in an anthology can provide you with a high quality content to share. Not just your own, which is one of the reasons I love it. You can, you can lean on the quality and the content of your fellow authors. Whether it's website, social media, other marketing channels. You can have other IG lives with these partners. You can create all of this content out of one long form content. It is our secret modality for multi-channel marketing. It's what I love to do. If I can create one long form piece of content, my team can splice and dice for days weeks, months. I have hubs of Google drives paid for in order to expand how much we have from years and years and years of content creation. But what if it wasn't my face you saw on my feed? What if it was somebody else's face? Like you see Sharon's face up here on the share link. You're like, wait, I'm, I'm, my interest is peaked. Oh, it's not just about her. Oh, they share this idea. If all of these people are behind this message, there must be something to it. Versus the author who just goes on a rant. And don't get me wrong, I have, I'm, I have my own publishing house. So I love to publish authors who go on rants. That's what we do. That's why I love to bring podcasts to life. We, we come in, we sit you around a table and we say, okay, you've got two and a half days to go from ideation to a published podcast. I want to make this happen for you. Your voice matters, not just for yourself, not for you to hear yourself, but for the, for the mission behind the message and the missionaries, which will be equipped based on how you're training them up. It matters. Your content matters. But if you're not willing to also bring other people into the conversation, is your message just for you? Have you allowed yourself to be convicted or corrected when someone says, eh, I actually don't believe that. What about this? It's an open table. We should be creating open tables in our business and in our message and in our copy. Affirming other people in the process will increase your social authority by promoting others. It goes back to what kind of networker are you? A friend or a foe? Number nine is the SEO benefits. Publishing will truly help, especially from an anthology, because now instead of just my site, my publishing house pro- promoting it, just your site, your, your own website and SEO developer having hashtags and all of that, you now have the collection of 19 other people. 19 other people who are doing the work for you on their sites. And visibility we know on social media is getting really difficult to be seen And so from an SEO perspective that never gets drowned out, the more the merrier. And you can talk about this for a long time. It doesn't go away. Just like your book doesn't go away. 
It follows you. And so what is the message of your book? Do you want it to follow you? Are you writing a book just because you want it to be a business card to let you land stages? Or are you writing a book to affect change? Truly making an impact. SEO benefits allow you to be seen and known. You are worthy of the attention. But are you speaking life into yourself in the quiet places? Or are you relying in the imposter syndrome to keep you safe and away from your own success or growth? That's what often happens. We sit still. We stay on the couch. We don't say yes. We let finances dictate our our decisions instead of investments, instead of outcomes, instead of true ROIs. We make excuses. I think ultimately, like we've heard before, it's not about the fear of failure. It's about the fear of success. What happens to those relationships? What happens to that marriage? What happens to those friendships? What happens to the old form of self? You die, friend. (laughs) Ultimately, you die. And how good is that? Because it can last as the number 10 reason to do it for a long time, for eternity. Lasting impact. Providing a platform for your message and your business to reach readers for a year to come. Years to come, decades to come, generations to come. And I know we hear people saying that Jesus is coming back. I'm not going to quote that one way or another, but I am in the book of Revelations right now. And if you want revival, your heart posture is what matters. So if you're focused on eternity rather than focused on the next right opportunity, everything will change for you. It's something that's a heart posture of everything that we do is like this level of excellence and this level of recognizing that it really is about everyone being seen, known, and heard, not the forefront runner of who's doing it. We actually did something really fun. And though my name is on the front of the book with all of the beautiful, it looks like the Brady Bunch on the front of our book. Um, we, we changed that out and we gifted the cover to every single author with their name on the front because it is their story that matters and made the multitude of this happen. And so this will happen every year that we do our anthology. We're actually in conversation. I had Mark Victor Hansen, who was the chicken soup for the soul um, author and now publisher as well. He just started his own publishing house um, on my podcast just a couple of weeks ago. And we were having a conversation about how my heart has been about around making the next chicken soup for the soul for joyful entrepreneurs, people who are truly in entrepreneurship out of a state and heart set of joy and what that's doing for the world around them and the missions and, and messages in which they're putting into the world. And so we got picked up by, um, with our publishing house, a, a actual bookstores. And so we're making a run for the Wall Street Journal bestseller list and most anthologies never get there. And so every year that we do this, every year we bring out a new anthology, we will have it as a part of our FounderCon uh, conference that happens at the fall of every year. It's usually the first weekend in November. And we haven't announced the location yet, but tickets are already for sale. We already have people coming, seats are being filled. So many incredible speakers. But one of the things that we do is we do a, a night dedicated just to the anthology authors because they have put in the work. They are sharing their testimony and they have made an investment to do it. And so I want to honor them and celebrate with them and make sure that everybody sees them um, for who they are as an individual while we're also on the collective cover. Um, So it, it makes me say yes when I'm a part of other experiences. And this is probably where a lot of people and why a lot of people do what they do because they've had bad experiences or experiences that didn't honor them or coaches that never did see them or business, you know, partners who ended up burning them later is I 
I've had those things happen to me. And so whenever I develop something, whenever I think about what do I want to do in my business now, even with our retreats, we're adding a missions element to all of our retreats. So we'll be going on a missions trip while also doing revitalization and internal work as an entrepreneur. And I did that with intentionality because people want to go on missions trips, but they don't look to invest in that. They look to invest in themselves. So how can I blend it so they're getting the both and? And that's the kind of God that we serve. He's a both and God. He's not trying to set those rules and regulations for you to just sit in rigidity. He wants you to have your arms wide open in freedom and experience the joys of life and the good feelings of life in addition to walking a righteous life. And so I hope that this speaks to people who are in the room. Where are my authors out or my wannabe authors, my wannabe best-selling authors, in fact? This can be you. And it doesn't have to look like my journey, which was a three-year writing journey and a multi-year understanding and unpacking the publishing industry and agents and Amazon and all the things that go into being an author that people don't think about. They just want to write the book, which I get. I, I want you to just write the book, but I want you to be equipped with the resources and the knowledge of what to do next so that the world can receive your message so that the world can learn from you because you are wise, my friend. I am certain of it. And what you have to share is rich, whether it's devotional, whether it's a children's book, whether it's a novel, whether it's a memoir, regardless of the genre, I want to equip you with the how-to and help you to stay accountable and execute. How do I do that? Well, besides having our publishing company, Fit Press, and giving you the resources to distribute it, not just on Amazon, but to the world in book format at bookstores. Yes, I love things that I can hold in person. Also, it's through a book writing retreat. It's to get you going. It's to get you in flow. It's to teach you the rhythm of a writer and to give you specific resources and training on how to keep moving the needle after you leave this two and a half day dynamic experience. It's a space that is open and vulnerable. It's a space where you have time to actually sit and write. You will get spoiled in the process because I think authors need just the right environment of relaxation and energy connected to that. So if you're interested in being a part of the book writing journey with us as a Fit Press company, we'd love to have you come. Our next event is in April 21st, I believe. You can check it out on the website. But all of the details are there. It does not include flights, um, but it could include accommodations if it's something that you want to stay with us rather than staying in the comfort of your own space. I get it either way. Totally fine. But let's have a conversation. You can book a call on our site and our team will have a direct conversation about where you are in your writer's journey as well as where you want to be. The cool thing about our publishing house is that it doesn't take as long as most, and we can give you all the reasons why that is. Uh, but ultimately, I want you to have access to the rules, the regulations, the rhythms, and the outcome factor, which is you being that best-selling author that you really want to be. And I know it's with good intent and in humility that you want to have this experience and this exposure. So. No, no judgment here. I'm a three-time best-selling author and I love it. I want to say five. I want to say 10. I want to say like John Maxwell. I want to say I'm 80K or 80, 80 books and counting, right? Whatever it be, we want you to be heard and read. Well read. All right. So let's do this. So excited to chat with you. Enjoy the rest of the podcast and be sure to check out the links below. That's where you can get in touch with us directly. All right. Bye. Let's get to writing. 
Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you may even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together, and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this is going to be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to, and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener, and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.